We are recording. Oh, first time in over a month. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what episode this is. Hot Land Sinker episode... Seven. seven. Is it seven? I think so. Oh, shit, yeah. Episode seven. We recorded <laughs> six episodes, had a month off, well, <laughs> about six weeks. Uh, I've lost the host, found a new host. Yeah. And we've come back. We should probably... Uh, should we go into detail of why we haven't posted for so long first? Actually, that's a good idea. So, initially, we were going to have a little break until we went on holiday to Poland, which we actually talked about on the podcast on the last episode, but uh, the holiday got cancelled, got added to the quarantine list, and none of us fancied going and quarantining when we got back. Um, and then recently, we were in the company of someone who got uh, the virus, so we've also had to quarantine uh, from that. So, it's been a bit of a nightmare, but... We should be back on track now, hopefully. Yeah, consistent episodes on a weekly basis. Um, trying to f- finish what we started. <laughs> yeah. Absolute nightmare though with the quarantine list. Um, yeah. So, coming back into this episode, it's myself, Coops, Edgy, and uh, the new sort of co-host, Harvey, who was on an episode, an earlier episode, but I can't quite remember what it was about or what it was called. I think it was episode four. I was on. Was it? Yeah. Good memory. It's the one I can remember. Yeah. The only one. The only one you've listened to then. The only one I've listened to. Didn't care. Yeah. Didn't care about the rest at all. Dosser. So Harv has taken um, sort of Tom's place, but Tom will, along with probably most of our friend group, appear in every now and then when we've run out of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we just want people yeah, on. Tom will be back on. No, no shadow of a doubt, but. Yeah, um, it was just it, hard to find a consistent schedule, yeah. wasn't it, to get everyone, all three of us in the same room yeah, on was, a weekly yeah. basis. So uh, Harvey's been a been a star and filled in the gap for us, and uh, we think he'll be a, a good host going forward. So yeah. happy to be here, big fan, <laughs> big fan of the show. <laughs> Only listened to one episode though. Big fan of the show that I was paired on. <laughs> you did well, to be fair. Natural. Yeah, do you have uh, aspirations of becoming a... Where's he going now? Never mind. Uh, um, aspirations of becoming a, a full-time podcaster of? Well, I think I have the same aspirations as you two. I think this is just all for fun at the moment, and um, wherever it goes, it goes. Yeah, it was a trick question, but yeah, you've done, you've <laughs> done well there, Cheers. to be fair. Well, Harvin, um, I've put on this now. I know you want to talk about Emirata, Edgy. Yeah, but uh, I was going to ask how well Harvey you haven't been in self isolation, but how you found the last two weeks yourself. Obviously, me and me and Eddie were both in self isolation um, for two weeks because of, of one of our friends testing positive, and we were at the pub with him. How did you find it? Like, me, yeah. um, I found it all right. To be fair, I've been working from home, um, which I do quite enjoy anyway. Um, <laughs> But the you know the not socialising is a bit shit. But at the end of the day, it's only two weeks, and it? it's no biggie. Um, it was actually quite nice to have a weekend in, not just going out. I actually quite enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I think I think if it was for a longer amount of time, I would have hated it. But I think two weeks is all right. You know, I, I think reckon, it would say gone. I reckon your wrist might be killing you. <laughs> <laughs> No comment. <laughs> I think 
I think it's weird because this two weeks has been really like the first week was fine, and then the second week, oh, I was losing my. I felt like I was losing my mind. But when we first went into lockdown, and we were literally at home for like a good month, six weeks, yeah. like without seeing anyone or going anywhere, yeah. I, I, I flew by. But this has been painful. Like mm. this has been mind numbingly boring. Yeah, I've really struggled this last week. Like to keep, like just not seeing people is weird. Yeah. And even I found it hard. Shit. Like, all of you guys in isolation, and yeah. all I could do is just go to work, come back from work, yeah, and that was it. Yeah, because like pub or anything, because you guys can't come. Even though you didn't, you weren't quarantined. It almost felt like you were almost. Yeah, I was, like, I was just for a conspiracy. <laughs> uh, not one for conspiracies, but I'm not saying I believe this either. But it's one I've seen floating around. The government are trying to across the world, but also here are trying to enforce like population control where it becomes the norm just to you go to work you come home you don't go out you don't have a social life you work make money for the government come back they're trying to make that the norm well, no that's a conspiracy theory but that's not a bollocks that someone thinks that's whoever created that conspiracy theory has no knowledge of economics at all <laughs> 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 Think about it. all the places you go to. That's where people work, and that's how businesses make money. And you spend yeah. your money for the tourist industry, entertainment industry. Yeah. Well, they'd all they'd all collapse. Hospitality. Yeah, but they're crucial parts of of uh, our economy. Yeah, it's everyone's pastime: going to the pub, going to restaurants, going to bars, yeah. going to places where outside of your work. Some people are naturally. I'm not saying I believe this, but I'm just gonna have to like. I'm uh, fighting for it here. Some people are naturally going to revolt against that, but I think the theorists were saying they're trying to make as many people as possible make this think this is the norm. Like, staying at home and being scared to go out is the normal thing to do. Why to would the p- they do that, though? What's that's, why I, that's why I can never believe it, because I don't understand how it would benefit anyone. But the there's always people out there. And, uh, maybe they're doing it because our population is getting so big and we're letting so many people into the country that uh, <laughs> they just they need to play they need, uh, they're going to have to turn pubs into housing at this rate <laughs> so I don't, I don't know about I don't know about that so they just well, try to make people stay in and that's the only thing you can do I don't know about to that to fit all these people in this the amount of people that have died which is awful anyway that amount of people that have died but that's not making any significant impact on our population like at all. No. I think I saw that it was 59,000 Brits have died since, obviously, it's been a thing. Hmm. In, sort of from coronavirus. Yeah. And and the way and the, the way they previously recorded, I don't know if it's still the case, but that came out in the news, like, you could have COVID and then recover. And if you got hit by a bus two weeks later, you'd be marked down for COVID. Uh, your death would be marked down as COVID. So no, I don't believe that. No, that was coming no, news. Yeah. A government official. No, that actually happened. A government yeah, official confirmed been recording that. It. We've been what? Britain have been recording it wrong over all the other countries that have been recording it, like, like deaths and cases yeah. and stuff like that. Well, that's the thing, isn't that, it? Yeah, like, I don't understand. Because it just makes us look... Sh- like that government have been a fucking shambles anyway, but, but how they've handled it. But so. it is difficult, though, because you could have fucking, I don't know, leukaemia, and COVID's the thing that actually causes your death. But really, 80% of why you've died is because of the leukemia but that's just been the final nail on the coffin really 
um, RIP to everyone that's died. What? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, well, that's a given. I just think it's stupid the way they... How can you get hit by a bus and then say, oh, you died of COVID? Yeah, I know what you mean, but... Yeah, yeah, true. Anyway, that depresses me. Do you want to talk about your um, celebrity crush and why you don't like her anymore? No, I never said that. That's it. I, I, do, <laughs> I do still like her. I think she does a lot of uh, things that are good. She's a very attractive woman. <laughs> um, Emma, right, you so don't follow her career. Emily Ratajkowski. Um, recently become pregnant. If you're a lad like me, it's good to news to her. No, I'm joking. Joking, Sick. but... Um, Christ. She's decided to make her kid genderless until it turns 18 so it can decide for itself. Well, it's a good thing she's got money. I mean, she can pay for the therapy in 18 years. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, that is... I wasn't expecting that from you, to be honest. That's it's a strong true. opinion. That but, is a strong opinion. See, I, I, don't get, I don't get it because, like... Wait, does she go in the boys' toilets or the girls' toilets? Whatever this... Because it's not a boy or a girl, it's a thing. At this point, yeah. It's a human being, but does it go in the boys yeah, or the girls? So... Or does it... It should go in the disabled, really. Wow. I reckon if the kid isn't influenced by its mum and its dad, probably will be, considering they're the parents and it learns from them at an early age and that's what it'll believe. But when did you know you were a male? That's like... When you looked down for the first time and saw your cock. Yeah. Like, she said she's not going to give it a gender until it's 18, but, like, when I was walking around as a 14-year-old, I know I was a guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Chasing soon... skirt, you put... Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's as Chasing soon as the kid says out loud, like, look, mummy, I've got a dick. I'm a guy. <laughs> look, mummy, I'm growing tits. I'm getting a period. I'm I a think, girl. I think her point was she doesn't want to force stereotypes on the child. But I just think progressiveness has got to—it's gone too far now. Yeah. To the point where these like celebrities and parents are overthinking. Well, they're—they're they're overthinking it. Just like if it comes yeah. out with a pen with a, a penis, if it comes out with a chopper, <laughs> it is a boy. If it comes out with a fanny, it's a girl. Yeah. Like it's and biology. If, and if the child has been yeah. for fucking years, and if the child turns eighteen and says, "I want to change," fair let, enough. Let him change. Yeah, but. Until you that don't. point, and they make their own decision. I, I guess that's what she's saying, technically, so actually. If but. you think the amount of forms... Say if he applies for a job, it says gender. You just put N-A. Or undecided. I might be wrong. Harvey, you might know this. Is that non-binary? If you don't know. If you don't know. I think non-binary is where it changes. No, not, non-binary is when you don't identify as either. No. I'm, not I'm pretty sure. I'm probably completely wrong. Non-binary no, is where you. I'm pretty sure it's where you don't identify as either. You I'm really naive as. about all this stuff. Yeah, it's not. Oh yeah. Um, not related. It just says not relating to two things. So male and female. So yeah, they don't class as either. I just don't think that the pet. I don't know if the parents really have the right to make that decision for the kid yeah like there's something that's going to be on the passport anyway yeah on the birth certificate anyway that's going to be the doctor's call exactly yeah we'll see what happens in 18 years though won't we yeah exactly I won't be following the story don't give a shit (laughs) (laughs) right 
Um, oh, I was going to say something horrible then. Please, uh, no, no, please. no, 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 I can't. You could say it and then we could edit it out. Okay. If it's bad. <laughs> okay. I shouldn't have encouraged that. <laughs> right, what's the, what's the timestamp on that? 12 minutes. That's an edit point. I think Harv, you're editing this week. <laughs> Right. I think children are being like so badly affected by all this. Like they're just kids. Let them let them get on with their life. Like how we were, just going outside, having fun, playing, and now they have to worry about all this gender. There's no other way to put it. Bollocks. Yeah. Gender like as a kid, bollocks. you're not thinking about that. No, you're not. No, no, you're not. You, it doesn't matter. That's the thing. Like I think we, you know, it's our generation and older that are overthinking it, not the kids. And. Mate, I don't it's know. just too much. I think, if anything, they're adding pressure to it. Yeah. Like if you're a little boy and you pick up a doll, it doesn't matter. If you're a girl and you pick up sort of like an Xbox or an action figure, or mm. something, it doesn't matter. It still nobody, has nothing to do with it. Literally, gender. nobody cares. Like nobody cares. I know it's sort of gender stereotypes, but it's like still nothing to do mm. with who you are. Exactly. It's just what you like. Yeah. Too right. When do you guys think society peaked? Like I think the last few years. Well, oh. No, I'd say. Ooh. James. <laughs> Sorry, I got, we can't put that in. That's not going in. No, you can't, we can't. What's wrong with you? We can't put that in. <laughs> when yeah. society peaked. I think it's 2016. No. I don't remember any of this going on. And if it did, it was very minimal. I'd love to go around with a time machine and just like see in like which like centuries are like best. Yeah. And since then, these last few years, the amount of bollocks and like things that make no sense coming out and just snowflake generation moaning about everything mm. it's just royally gone downhill and then put COVID on top of that Oof. yeah weird one weird one maybe I just hate people yeah. you, lads, you lads don't it's alright what's the uh, next subject Coops <laughs> um yeah, I was speaking of society peaking, this really summed up 2020. The article I saw on Twitter, uh, everyone saying Christmas is cancelled, which at this rate probably is. Um, well, this is a depressing episode. <laughs> <laughs> Realistic, I reckon. Yeah. No, but yeah, if Christmas is limited with a load of rules, which at this rate it probably will be because the cases are shooting up. I saw this article saying... <laughs> Police will be able to enter houses to enforce lockdown rules on like the rule of six and things like that on family meals and that's criminal. That really sums it up, doesn't it? But it takes away that Christmas. I I understand that there needs to be a restriction on the amount of people because obviously, you you know, certain people invite. You know, it's not just families that live together that are together at Christmas. It's people you know come from all over the country to go to one place at Christmas. So it could easily spread, but yeah, I, I don't know about people checking. I mean, that's imagine it's your, one day. Imagine your neighbours ringing the police and snitching on you that you've had, ooh, so-and-so's nan's come round for a meal. <laughs> oh, my God. And imagine being the, the police officer who clocks in that day and, he's a, and ends up putting someone's nan in a headlock in the back of a police van, <laughs> the most hated man on, in the world. <laughs> Well, I mean, so many things are changing, sort of like restrictions and stuff, so we'll just see what happens, but yeah. I'm not going to be surprised if we're in a lockdown during Christmas. 
No. No, France and Germany have just not gone in. Yeah. If France and Germany have just done it, I think Boris is just going to think, right, I'm not going to look like a dick if I just put a lockdown on now that the two other major countries in Europe have just done it. You, what would you put us up there with them? Would you say UK, France, Germany? Yeah, I'd say so. Really? What, as in major countries? Yeah. I'd say Spain's up there as well. Oh, uh, just tourism hub. <laughs> tourism hub, good food. That's it. <laughs> what else is there? What, what else is there? What is there here? Economy. <laughs> the economy. Which economy. Is a, which is in <laughs> recession. Well, I'm, just, we're I'm just trying all... to trigger James here. Well, yeah, it is. He's a cause... massive patriot and I, I can't I'm see I'm not him. a massive patriot. I think there's things we could have done better during all this, but I also no, know you... for a fact that we've spent a lot more on this country. You seem to think Britain's just done a lot of countries in Europe. And, you know, people continue to moan like it's the end of the fucking world and, you know, we're doing an awful job. Which we are. But, we're, you know, there's, mate, there's never been this situation before. No, there hasn't. And, and you can got to look at how other countries have dealt with it compared to ours. Yeah, yeah but it's a shot in the dark. Like, everyone was rim-licking uh, New Zealand... Because they absolutely smashed it. They shut things down straight away and then cases went right down. But, you know, that was a huge risk in itself. You can't compare the you New can't... Zealand to the Britain because the population is... Yeah, yeah, but... Minuscule yeah. compared to ours. Mm. Population more, density is nothing. Sheep. more sheep than people, right? Yeah, but even like, ex, you know, like the, their economy would have taken a huge effect from that. It's not. It's not so much that for me. It's the fact... Yeah, fair enough in March when we knew nothing about this and he locked us down I was in full support like cases went straight down um, well it gradually went down come July, August and things started to open up again I was like yeah fair enough we don't know what this is it's killing a fair few people go for it but as we know more about it this tier what's this tier bollocks now it's done fuck all I don't know what? I think, it's, I think, I think, I think it's, it's necessary Boris is just making it up as he goes along at this point him and his pals I think the the only reason I think it's necessary I think it needs to get into circulation well no it's obviously it's in circulation but it's going to be in circulation like forever now is it a is long it time or yeah. a long time until, the, until so, there's a vaccine it's, yeah. it's life yeah so I think yeah, facts. I understand um, doing the tier thing to take pressure off like the NHS so there's not loads of um, people going into the hospital to be treated and then people getting turned away for other things. Which they are. Which they are currently, but, you know, without these things in place, it'd be even higher. Um, and I think it's important that, yeah, that's seen through until there's, uh, probably be until there's a vaccine and then it'll slowly start to ease out a bit. Okay. Um, so after our major lockdown in March, April... Mm. And now it's just suddenly all coming back up again. Why do you think that is? Temperature. One. Because it survives. It's flu season. Yeah. Um, people didn't follow rules, which is... I think that's one of the major ones. Yeah. I think just people in this country are stupid. Which they are. And... <laughs> you, it's difficult, though, because you can't really blame them because they're not used to experiencing being locked down for ages. Yeah. And then it's a natural reaction to... Yeah, you can't control people. And people are always going to have the opinion of, this is just a common cold, a glorified common cold. Some people will have that opinion. Yeah, but they're... Let's just get on with life. How, how, how many times can you repeat a cycle of lockdown, cases um, shoot down, 
ease restrictions, cases shoot up again, lock down again. Yeah, but how many times can you repeat that? Uh, you got you got to think about the old people though. No, I agree. I'm just saying that's the opinion of. That's why if a vaccine, when a vaccine is produced, it's just got to go to the the most at risk, mm. and let everyone else send it the, straight out to them, make the decision. Yeah. Let's hope Putin pulls through on this. <laughs> no, no chance. No chance. No chance whatsoever. Would you take a vaccine off? What, from Putin? No, just in general. Anyone? Yeah, of course I'd take a vaccine. Would you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Would you? In all fairness, I probably would, just so I don't have to deal with any more of this shit. Like... Let's not go into the conspiracy theory that I'm not, I'm not, but... Shit in the vaccines and people that people are aged. Like Ebbs, for example, he's had it, he didn't feel a thing. Yeah, but you no, know, but it's, it's the fact that you can still spread it, so you'd still have to go into like a two-week thing if you if you had symptoms, or you know we don't know what's going to happen. I, but that could not, still happen. I don't know. If it's mandatory, then obviously I'll take it, but I just don't think give it to the most. I think the we're risk. the last people who would take it. First, go to Fact, the, yeah. go from the old people down, key workers, etc. <laughs> yeah. I think we're the last people who need the vaccine, but we shouldn't just start sort of. Taking masks off, walking around and shit like that, what? gathering in massive groups and stuff like that, and coughing and sneezing. Do you reckon people are going to get to the point where they're like, I think it's slowly already starting to happen that people just don't care now? Yeah, hundred percent. Like I work behind a bar, the amount of times I see people walking around the restaurant, just getting up and just like walking around, sit like going to other tables, taking off their masks, walking to the toilet without their masks on, and it's just like you look at them and you think, just like just sit the fuck down. Table service, or just stick on a mask. It's just people trying to get some. Like I can't remember normal life now. No. Like wearing masks in a, in a restaurant is feels like normal, and it's, I hate it. Yeah. You know that phase where it was kind of like early March, and we sort of started hearing it. Like cases were sort of like a couple cases a day in the yeah. county, and you were just like kind of weary about it, and like the streets were getting a little bit dead. I think it's feels like that at the moment. Again. Yeah, true. Last yeah. time, a few times I've been to any town, it's pretty much dead. Yeah. Yeah. Depressing. <laughs> Didn't mean for this first episode to be come back so depressing, but it's hard to not talk about it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, exactly. I still don't agree with the curfew, though. That's the one. No, that makes about. no. Oh, I don't talk about that. It pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> Let's leave that. No. Let's talk about it. So. What, you want to talk about it? Yeah. I don't. Well, just quickly. <laughs> okay. So say like central London kind of thing. Yeah. Everyone leaving a restaurant, everyone leaving bars and pubs at the exact same time, getting on like the tube. Yeah. Or like getting on the streets, packs them, going to shops to buy beer. How's that helping? Mm. You know, hospitality only accounts for 3% of cases. Yeah. Most of it's in unis and shit. Yeah. So... I get that why why in like open Manchester they're saying why are you trying to shut down hospitality where's the evidence yeah provide me with evidence and we will just shut the fucking unis yeah they get way too much money from the unis though they couldn't shut the yeah literally. they could not afford to shut the unis they should but they should they should just do the uni courses from home and then people don't have to pay for accommodation so it's all I bet people like, would online. like but they'll still be paying nine grand a year for online courses, which is what my sister goes to uni, your sister's just died. Mm. That's what she's complaining about the most. Yeah. Like she pays nine grand, well, she will be paying nine grand a year and she has like a three hour 
Zoom class a, a week. It's yeah. like um, it's like open universities. It's yeah, like, yeah. They are so. It's much, like what uh, so Kenny much, does. Yeah, they're so much cheaper, and they're online. Yeah. Everyone else is online as well at the point at this like now, mm. and you're paying like triple the yeah. price. It wouldn't surprise me if if there was once this has died down a bit because obviously there there is a lot more important things than to think about at the minute. But I think refunding students after this is over is definitely something that should be taken into account. It wouldn't surprise me if it isn't. Oh, but it would definitely, it definitely it, won't. But be. it definitely, it definitely should be. It should be addressed at least. You re- you really, you say well. To be fair though, because the the yeah, the state the economy will be in at the <laughs> yeah. end of it. Then we probably won't. But the recession we will be in, and the amount of job losses, the government are not going to. This government don't give a flying fuck about students. All the students have voted against them. They're thinking. Fuck you. You want a refund? No chance. Mm, yeah. Unfortunately. For students. Jeremy Corbyn and his students, eh? He's an army of students. <laughs> You're not laughing now, are you? <laughs> Speaking of Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah, do speak we have to? Of Jeremy Corbyn, he's tra- yeah. He's tra- let's let's have him. <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn hates Jews. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. He stepped down. Jeremy Corbyn equals borrow. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Jeremy Cor- Corbyn, so I was going to. Do you want to? Edgy's watched Borat. I've watched Borat. Yeah. How do you think he's got away with that? Oh, the film. I think it's Have you watched it. Borat? I haven't yet. You haven't watched no, it? No, oh, it's so good. I haven't had time yet. So, right. So, we won't go into too much detail because I don't want to spoil it for you, but obviously there's a lot of controversial jokes in that. And I watched the first one um, probably like five years ago now. And I remember watching that for the first time and thinking, fucking hell, this is controversial. I thought with this one, there's no way it's going to match that level of controversy. But even, I'd, I'd probably even say it was the same, if mm. not more controversial. It was... Pence the pussy grubber. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you yeah. reckon they were, they were like, some of those scenes, do you reckon they were actually real? Or they were, uh, yeah. the politicians were in on it? Because yeah. that hotel No, scene, no, 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 yeah. that... That's not. Um, that he wasn't acting in that. That was that's real. Really? Yeah, it was real. So the, no, um, but how was that? Was that? I won't spoil it for all. But that hotel scene at the end where he's, that politician's been interviewed. Yeah, and he yeah he does that, and but then he goes into the hotel that? room. Yeah. Well, I watched I watched a Joe Rogan podcast bit. It's it's linked, and uh, this guy was getting interviewed on there, and he was saying um, the way he's been made out to look on that, they were pissed off at him. These are like proper American-Americans on the Joe Rogan podcast, and they were saying they were pissed off uh, the way that that film made uh, that guy look. What, the politician? The politician, because <laughs> they they right. were saying he was adjusting his mic from like his waist, where he lay back on the bed, he was adjusting his mic, because that's you have it through your shirt, yeah. and you have to like untuck it from your trousers and things. Because he's an old guy who's lying back to do that, but don't, I don't know. Doubt that highly. That's what that's what Sasha Baron Cohen does. He sort of like gets all these politicians off guard. He like relaxes mm. them, gets them off guard, thinks that makes them think he's really stupid. Yeah. and he just catches them out. Mm. Like have you seen? Um, I think it was a couple of years ago now. I think it was like 2018, 2019, where he had that. Uh, I think he was a senator or something like that from Georgia. Yeah, and he made him they were doing like terrorist training drills and stuff like that and he said like what you're supposed to do if there's a terrorist around you is put your trousers down and back up them up your ass and just say 
Like, I'm a homosexual. <laughs> Start yelling that and they'll run away. And then two weeks later, you fucking resigned. Because <laughs> it all went over the internet. God. I, I see I seriously thought those scenes were... I thought the politicians were going along with it and they knew it was a film. But no. if they didn't, no. then fair play. That makes the film even ten times better. Yeah. Because I was watching um, it thinking, these lot, okay, it's funny, but they know what they're doing. You, you know, he goes to that rally where he's up on the stage. Yeah. And he starts singing that song, which is yeah. very controversial. Um, there's a behind-the-scenes clip of that, and he, has to, he runs into the trailer, dives in, holds onto the door, because there's people trying to batter this fucking door down, and he's shitting himself in that like costume where he's wearing that cowboy hat. And yeah. He's got a um, he's got a bulletproof vest on. They yeah, him, like, yeah. Vest he had to wear a bulletproof like that, vest yeah. for that scene. Because the amount of people that were there, and they fucking that he was right to, because they fucking yeah. stormed down and this there was, trailer. There was one a couple of years ago as well, where he appeared in front of like a group of people. I think it was in like Atlanta or something like that, and um, that he was saying we're gonna build the biggest mosque in the world in your town. Yeah, and all these sort of like <laughs> hardcore fucking Americans, redneck. Like redneck Americans, were just sort of just like screaming at him. Yeah, and the only protection he had was a bulletproof clipboard. Yeah. Oh, God. He's got some bollocks on him. Yeah, he has. He's a special type of person to do that. It does. And I think I, um, it was good to watch it because I thought that's, that kind of humour was done for. Yeah, I, I, I think overall it is. It's, uh, but it's nice to see something like that, which is it's just a play on stereotypes. <laughs> Massively. Yeah. And, and there's nothing no. wrong with that, in my opinion. And I'm, I'm actually surprised Amazon backed it. To be fair, fair play to him. I yeah. yeah, I thought in this PG PG world, there's no chance this film's going to be as offensive as no. I thought it would be. But no. I think it's because they know that uh, Sasha Baron Cohen is the complete opposite of that. Yeah, and yeah. The fact that he's really sort of reserved. He and, is. Like, I saw I saw one of his speeches and he was saying um, rather than focusing on the controversial things I'm saying, they should be focusing on doing this and doing that yeah. and actually helping like anti-Semitic. He was listing off all these things of genuine things. You know, people aren't going to be inspired to hate or discriminate from these films, are lot, they? Yeah. It's not going to inspire someone to think that way. That's absolutely I think bollocks. a lot more people just... are going to think Jews have big noses. <laughs> yeah, after the film, after that film, yeah. A lot of that people was don't so know funny. Is that he's Jewish himself. Like, he I didn't know that until yeah. now. He it makes to, sense he got away with that now. He did history in Cambridge, yeah. and I think his dissertation or his thesis or whatever was that was um, the role that Jewish people played during the um, oh, what's it called the sort of sort of during Martin Luther King period in America. How do you know that? Nerd. I'm just clever. <laughs> I'm just university educated. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't slight it. But yeah, overall, very happy with that film. Very funny. And it's nice to see that... Um, Offensive humour lives on. Well, yeah, exactly. You compare that to a fucking Kevin Hart film, there's no comparison. You just don't like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, no. no, he's, he's not funny. Well, no, because we don't find American humour funny, necessarily. No, but that, that's why I was so surprised that, Amer- uh, that Amazon backed it. You know, they're American, and I couldn't believe that. No, because they're never making a fortune. Amazon exclusive. Yeah, true. It's all business, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just dead happy that more stuff like that should be about. And you have to like watch old films to get that style of humour now, unfortunately. Mm. But because everyone's a snowflake. On that note. Yeah. 
want to end episode, what was this, finally episode seven? Seven. Probably about seven months since we started the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, episode seven. Uh, thanks for listening. I think we're back now. We, Sunday uh, Sunday recordings, as uh, uploads as usual, is it? That's what you agreed. Yeah. 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 Back next Sunday then. Yep. Adios.